Welcome to the Spiritual Father Podcast. I am Father Adam Carrico, and this homily was recorded on February 17th for the 6th Sunday in Ordinary Time, 11 a.m. Mass at St. Boniface Catholic Church, Louisville, Kentucky. The readings can be found at usccb.org forward slash Bible forward slash readings. There you will also find links to listen to the readings and watch video reflections on the readings. I encourage you to check those out. Thank you for listening. Enjoy. A sincere thank you for all of you who are here, especially those uh, who are visiting, uh, having returned, uh, perhaps after many years of, of married life, having returned to St. Boniface uh, to give thanks uh, for the grace that you have received and to, uh, to perhaps ask for more. And uh, in married life, there are ups and downs. And, uh, and so we come uh, as we are uh, every Sunday to receive the grace that we need to continue on through life's challenges. So thank you all for, for being here, especially those who have brought your little ones uh, there are angelic choirs in the world. Uh, we, have, uh, we have some here up in the choir loft, uh, but little ones, uh, they praise God in their own way. And so we give thanks to God uh, for the little angelic choirs that we have here uh, today. Uh, it's it's much, uh, much appreciated. We have in our gospel what is known as the Sermon on the Plain. Now there are the Beatitudes, which we mostly get from Matthew, and that is often called the Sermon on the Mount. And the way you can kind of differentiate between the two is the Sermon on the Mount is very lofty. It's very high uh, in, in, its, in its way of approaching humanity. Uh, Matthew has Christ saying, blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Luke, St. Luke, however, is not so lofty. Luke is very much on the ground with the people in the mess of their lives. St. Luke has Christ saying, blessed are the poor. Blessed are the poor. And so we get the Sermon on the Plain, the Sermon on that flat land. There's no loftiness about it. It's just plain and simple. Blessed are the poor. Blessed are those who suffer. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the weak. Down in the, the, the dirt of life, down in the reality of what we are and who we are called to be. It's challenging. There is no doubt about it. The Sermon on the Plain is challenging. It is meant to be so. It is a balance with the Sermon on the Mount to help bring us back down to earth, perhaps a little bit. And many might say, I don't want anything to do with that. I don't want anything to do with this idea that I should desire to be poor. Why would I do that? What, why would I desire poverty? Or why would I desire to mourn? or to be uh, sorry, or to, to recognize my weakness, why would I do any of that? That's what you Christians do, isn't it? You take happy people and you make them feel bad. That's why I don't want anything to do with this whole Christian thing. I, uh, I'd rather live my life and desire to be happy. Well, 
I think that when we look at uh, the Sermon on the Mount and the Sermon on the Plain, there is a recognition that the way things are are not necessarily the way that things will be, will continue to be. Luke goes on to say, Blessed uh, or woe to you who laugh now, for you will mourn. There will be a time in your life when you will mourn. Blessed are those who mourn now, for you will laugh. What is will not always be. That's said that is good for us in the sense that uh, it's a good reminder that uh, good times won't last forever. It's good to enjoy the, the good days while they are there and that the bad days won't last forever either. That God is working through us, through our poverty, through our weakness to bring us to better days, ultimately in the kingdom of God. But there is also tomorrow here on earth as well. But many still would say, you know what, I don't want anything to do with it. I don't want anything to do with it at all. But if we look elsewhere in Luke's gospel, and I, I heard this just recently, so this isn't of my own uh, intellectual capacity. This is something I, I've, I've heard recently. Uh, if you look at Mary's words in the beginning of Luke's gospel, where Mary accepts her call from God, much of the language that she uses in giving praise to God is much the same language that Luke has Christ saying during the Sermon on the Plain. And so to, to show you that, so that you can hear that, I want you to, to listen for the similarities between uh, the Sermon on the Plain and this, which is what we call the Magnificat, the, the words in which Mary magnifies the Lord. She says, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. From this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. These words of Mary herself are the words of a woman, the words of an individual who is accepting Christ's call in their life. We cannot both accept Christ and assume that our lives will be easy and rich and always joyful. To accept the call of Christ means to carry the cross, but it also means that we will rejoice in eternity by magnifying the Lord with Mary and our sisters and brothers in heaven. There is the reality that every vocation, 
No matter if you're called to be a priest, a deacon, a sister, a brother, a friar, a diocesan priest, or a married person, every vocation comes with saying yes to God and saying yes to the trials and tribulations that that will bring. There are people in this world who say, I don't want anything to do with marriage. I don't want it. I would rather have money. Because most of you who are married recognize it's not the best way to have money. <laughs> I'd rather be happy all, every day, every day. But to be married means that there will be bad days. There will be days when you mourn, especially given the reality that when you stand here in front of the altar to love one another until death, there's the recognition that unless there's a tragic accident and both of you die at exactly the same time, you will mourn. You will mourn the death of your spouse because that's the reality you are saying yes to. To say yes to marriage is to say yes to Christ, which is to say yes to a life of ups and downs. But Christ and Mary are with us through all of that, are with us to tell us what is will not always be. And you can't imagine, you can't imagine the glory that awaits you, the glory, the reward, the goodness that comes from saying yes to God, just as Mary did. Let us support one another in our vocations, the religious for the, the married, the married for the religious, the married for one another, so that we may together say yes to God's work in our lives and look not for worldly riches, look not for worldly pleasure, but rather for the kingdom of God, alive and active in the world around us. I hope you have enjoyed this homily and have gained something from it. For more from Spiritual Father, please visit spiritualfather.org where you will find other homilies, blog articles, social media posts, as well as links to various projects. Thank you for the support. May our Lord and Savior bless you this day and every day to come.